Hey guys, it's Dr. Childs here, and today I want to talk about whether or not thyroid supplements work for weight loss. And so I'm not going to be focusing on supplements which boost your thyroid. I consider that a separate topic. Today we're going to be talking about whether or not supplements can be used by thyroid patients to help with weight loss. And, and so let's, let's kind of jump in here. If you want the quick answer, the quick answer is probably not. Um, if you, if your goal is, to, if you think that you're going to take a couple supplements and you have thyroid disease and you're suddenly going to lose a bunch of weight, that's probably never going to happen. There's a, maybe, maybe a quarter of a percent chance that that will occur. But there are instances in which you can use supplements to augment existing therapies to, to help weight loss continue on and to, and to get farther than you would have without using supplements. And so I want to talk a little bit about those. So why does it matter? First of all, thyroid patients suffer from weight gain. Uh, in fact, the majority do. Not everyone, but the majority do. So I, I mean, there's probably a 90 plus percent chance if you're listening to this and you have thyroid disease that you're struggling with weight gain um, or weight loss resistance. I kind of consider those sort of um, similar in a way. Um, but basically what happens is if you have low thyroid, your metabolism drops and most people are not being uh, substituted with a, an appropriate amount of medication, which means their metabolism not only drops, but it stays drops and or it stays dropped, and then um, they're burning fewer calories than they're uh, than they should be normally, and so that's what leads to the weight gain. So the question always is, can supplements help? And that's what a lot of people want to do, and part of that has to do with the fact that either they're not comfortable with weight loss medications because they don't want to use them or they simply don't know about weight loss medications or they have a doctor that even though even if they do know about the weight loss medications their doctor isn't willing to prescribe them so I've talked about weight loss from all of these angles before. So if you if you have a specific medication or or supplement or anything like that, there's some information on my on my website and my blog that um, discusses that uh, that topic. So just so you know, in case you're curious, you can you can look that up. But so for instance, some medications I talk about would be T3 thyroid hormone, HCG, not the HCG diet; those are separate. HCG, the hormone can help. LDN's another one. Sixenda, Victoza, all these other medications. Ventramine, if used correctly, can also help. Yada yada yada. So I've gone over those before. Um, if you want more information, go to my blog and you can talk about those. And we've also talked about supplements to boost um, your thyroid in the past as well, but not in the setting of weight loss. So let's talk about supplements that can actually potentially help. And a couple things you need to consider. So I kind of group these into large categories. But when it comes to weight loss, T3 is king. And what, I'm, what do I mean by that? I mean free T3 and total T3. Those are the most important metrics um, for you that you should look at if you're trying to lose weight because those track better with weight loss than any any other thyroid study. So that includes the TSH, that includes T4, that includes reverse T3, and so on. So a free T3 and a total T3 track the best. So if you're going to use a supplement, you should use a supplement which increases those numbers, right? Just makes sense. Now, the best way to do that is to usually is to manipulate thyroid peripheral conversion, which means the peripheral conversion is the, the process by which your body takes T4 and turns it into T3. Now, the, the majority of the T3 in your body comes from that process, but some comes directly from your thyroid gland as well. So there are instances where you could increase T3 by increasing thyroid hormone production, but I'm not going to focus on that mainly today. So instead, I'm focusing on supplements which enhance that T4 to T3 conversion. So you can take those supplements and, and try to get your body, try and push that conversion into more T3, and you can increase it that way. Now, alternatively, you can also just take medication, uh, but we're not talking about medications today. We're talking about supplements. Um, so supplements that that fit this category include zinc, selenium, guggle extract, vitamin A, rhodiola, or ashwagandha. Um, both kind of work, and I have supplements with both of those. I tend to prefer rhodiola a little bit better for thyroid patients. Um, and then plant-derived phytochemicals. So these are these are um, 
certain ingredients which are very powerful to the body. They help reduce inflammation and they act as antioxidants as well. So this group, so how many are there? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's six sort of um, supplements here or, or um, ingredients that you could potentially use to augment that peripheral conversion. Now, the whole goal is not to increase thyroid hormone. I mean, I mean, it is in a sense, but but it's it's to increase the, the amount of T3 because that will help you lose the most amount of weight. So that's the first group. Number two is protein powder. So I, I mentioned protein powder here uh, for a couple of reasons. So the, the main goal here and the main reason it's, it's made the list here is because it, consuming protein powder has been shown to be able to improve muscle mass. Okay. And, and that's important because it helps improve your overall metabolism. And when we look at what is the most important factor for, for patients, um, you know, what metric can we look at? Um, which will give us the most information as to whether or not they'll be able to lose weight. And that has that, that metric is metabolism. So anything that increases metabolism is very valuable to you. And there are very few things that do that, especially supplement-wise. But one of the ways that you can get there is by increasing the amount of muscle mass that you have on your body, lean muscle mass, because that increases the amount of calories that you burn on a day-to-day -day basis, which increases your metabolism. So you can sort of get around that um, in this way. There are some medications that do this as well. Not the muscle mass portion, but do increase your metabolism. But they're sort of artificial, and I'm not a huge fan of those um, just for weight loss. But I'm just letting you know they do exist. So protein powder can do that. Um, that's, that's I think, one of the main benefits. Another benefit is the fact that if you use the right type of protein powder, so if you stay away from animal protein powder and you use plant-based, that can actually reduce gut inflammation, um, and it can alter the, the type and, and um, concentration of certain bacterial strains inside of your gut, which can also help with weight loss, which we'll talk about in a little bit there. So try and get something that's um, that's plant-based if you if you want a protein powder plant-based um, does not contain soy does not contain gluten obviously and preferably no dairy as well so f try and fit those um, criteria and you should be pretty good the third sort of set of supplements which can potentially help and I find that they do tend to work um, fairly well would be supplements which target and balance your gut bi microbiome and so this tends to be there's like three three uh, subcategories within this. Um, obviously, there's probiotics, uh, there's prebiotics, and then there are other things which can potentially influence that bacterial um, concentration, which includes things like enzymes and so on. So there's sort of three categories of supplements. Now, I tend to think um, probiotics probably give you the biggest oomph of that because not everybody needs a lot of probiotics, especially if you already have an overgrowth of certain bacteria um, or yeast or anything like that. And then obviously enzymes, some people digest their food just fine. That's not the problem. It's, it's the concentration of bacteria. So I think probiotics probably the safest and easiest place to start with. Um, if you want to, to use the probiotics, what they're doing is they're altering the, the composition of certain bacteria. And these bacteria influence how many calories you absorb, how easy it is to, to consume certain foods uh, or, or digest certain foods, I should say. And then also they produce byproducts which help um, intestinal health down the line. They also send send signals to your brain, certain types of bacteria send signals to your brain, which can alter your appetite and it can even um, influence certain hormone levels. So that's why we focus on the gut here. And that's probably one of the best, best ways to, to do this is by focusing on probiotics. Now, if you choose to use probiotics, you'll want a very high dose of probiotics. Um, I would say, generally I say something like, this is sort of the, the framework with which I, I recommend is you want something that's at least 30 billion CFU or higher per serving, which is a lot, uh, and you want at least 10 different strains um, uh, in, in the mix. So that's 10 different bacterial or, or probiotic strains within the supplement that you choose. Um, I generally, I have my own, which is Gut Bomb, which I think works really well. It has 350 billion and 18 strains in it, but there's probably other ways and other things that you can do. Just, I caution you because the average probiotic concentration per serving is something like 
can't remember off the top of my head, but it's somewhere between 10 and 15 billion, something like that. So to get 300 billion, you're going to have to take, you know, potentially 30 capsules of a regular probiotic. So we're talking, this is a very high dose, but it, but it's also very effective. So those are the three categories. I think they, there are other ways to go about looking at weight loss. I think the best way is to figure out what your body needs and give you that. But I've wanted to include sort of a general framework here. So these are these the three topics I talked about. You know, uh, T3, um, protein powder, and then probiotics or improving your gut health. Those will work for a lot of people. Not everyone, but a lot of people generally. Um, so let's talk about some of the things that don't work. Basically, you want to stay, with, especially if you have thyroid disease, you want to stay away from anything that seems gimmicky. So I put in here gimmicky weight loss supplements. So anything that, you know, you find on Amazon or you, you're getting an advertisement for or something that just looks weird and you're not, you haven't heard of it, but there's lots, it seems like there's lots of fake reviews. Don't waste your time. It's not because, it's not for, you know, money's sake or anything like that, but it's because some of these things can actually harm your thyroid and that's really why you want to stay away from those. Raspberry ketones, Orlistat, Garcinia, Cambogia, Hydroxycut, these are other things that they have been touted as, as you know, potential weight loss supplements. And they might work for some people, but for thyroid patients, it's a completely different story. They should stay away from these things because a lot of these things, they try to manipulate how your body uses uh, certain macromolecules like Orlistat, tries to prevent fat absorption, which you may actually need if you have thyroid disease. Um, Hydroxycut tries to boost your metabolism with caffeine, but that can just reduce your appetite and cause worsening metabolic damage. So you just want to stay away from these type of things. They're not going to work. They might work for like one out of 100 people um, with thyroid disease, but not consistently. And the risk of causing damage is higher than, than the potential benefit. Um, and then lastly, what I want to say here is if you're planning to lose weight, never, ever, ever just take a supplement and call it a day. That is never going to work. I, I don't care what you've heard or how many friends you know who have taken something and claim to have lost weight. That's just not a good strategy. And, and even if it is going to work, let's say you take a supplement and it does help you lose five pounds. You could have lost way more if you combined that supplement with other things such as dietary changes and exercising and stress reduction and intermittent fasting and things like that. So you want to combine all these things together because your results will be much, um, they'll be much greater if you do it that way. So that's pretty much it. That's all I have for you guys today on this topic. So if you have any questions, especially about the specific type of supplements that I recommend within those three classifications, um, and I've done this a lot. I've helped a lot of people with weight loss. It seems to be one of the main things that people struggle with. And um, I'm getting this information from my own personal experience and, of course, a lot of different various studies that I've read. And, and that's kind of how it starts. And then I experiment and then, you know, I get the information and pass it on to you guys. So if you have any questions, let me know. I'll do my best to answer them. But otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.